disruption zone. Opportunity lives where the status quo dies. Talking to the greatest innovators, disruptors, and off-the-wall inventors, we can scrounge up. You laugh, you'll learn, you'll be inspired. Now, here are your hosts, Leland Conway and Cameron Mills. Recently, I had the opportunity to talk to two pretty powerful congressmen uh, about the Build Back Better program and about Merrick Garland's letter uh, basically accusing parents who were upset with school boards of being terrorists. Uh, Congressman Jim Jordan from Ohio uh, had some interesting revelations. He's been investigating what's been going on with the Department of Justice and weaponizing it against you. This is very reminiscent of when Obama weaponized the IRS against the Tea Party, and it was very effective. Uh, It really scared a lot of people away, and I think it ensured, while he lost the House in 2010, that Obama would be reelected in 2012. I think they're trying to do the same thing now with the Department of Justice with regards to parents being upset uh, with school boards, because I think that's a huge issue that's going to carry into not only 2022, but 2024. We talked to Jim Jordan about that. We also had Congressman uh, David Schweikert on from Arizona. Um, He actually sits on the committee that sort of is watching or was watching in the House when it was in the House, the Build Back Better program. So he's kind of an expert on that. Obviously, it failed because of Senator Joe Manchin, but Swikert has concerns that it'll get passed in a different way. So I want you to hear both of these conversations with both of these powerful congressmen right here on your very own Disruption Zone. First, though, let's thank our sponsor, Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. You know, a lot of folks are worried about supply chain problems. Well, because Tim Montgomery, the owner of Louisville Cabinets and Countertops, is super smart, he made sure he had everything he needed in stock ahead of time as far as cabinets. If you are a do-it-yourselfer or a contractor, they've got no problems there. But if you're a do-it, if, if you're not a do-it-yourselfer or a contractor and you want somebody to come in and just build your dream kitchen, I'm telling you, Louisville Cabinets and Countertops is the way to go. And I'm not just telling you that because they sponsor the podcast. They sponsor the podcast because we're friends, because I've been a customer of theirs. And I'm telling you, firsthand they did a tremendous job on our kitchen in fact our house when we put it on the market when we moved to Colorado from Kentucky it sold in less than a day one huge part of that was how beautiful the kitchen was I know it I know people walked in there and said I need this that's because Tim Montgomery and his design team and his his craftsmanship his his work ethic his crew they will do the same thing for you they will take you from zero to the best kitchen you've ever dreamed of right from from square one. So you're not going to be disappointed with Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. Check them out online at louisvillecabinetsandcountertops.com um, or call them up directly, right? 502-930-3304. 502-930-3304. Talk to their designers. Get an give them an idea of what you want and see what they have to offer. You can stop by their gallery at 6200 Hit Lane in Louisville. If you're in Louisville, Southern Indiana, or Oldham County, this is your place. Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. Com. All right, we're going to start with our conversation with Jim Jordan, then we'll roll from that into our conversation with Congressman David Schweikert. So we're going to cover all of these bases today on the Disruption Zone. You too, man. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, gosh, there's a lot I wanted to kind of run by uh, run by you okay. today. <laughs> um, I know you made some comments yesterday in this January 6th meeting where they were talking about Mark Meadows. You said Mark Meadows is my friend. He's a good man. Um, you have a bone to pick with Congress and how they're handling the January 6th investigation, don't you? 
Well, yeah. I mean, look, we found out today that they altered a document, a communication that I had with Mr. Meadows. They just changed the document, much like much like this uh, lawyer at the uh, at the DOJ changed the document when they went to the FISA court so they could, mm. so they could get the, the application uh, approved to go spy on President Trump. So it's the same kind of thing. And you, you, you think, Leland, you know, we had we've had executive privilege since George Washington asserted it in 1794. But the Democrats don't care. They're going to go after one of the – and this privilege exists for the top, the closest advisors to the president. And no one can argue that the chief of staff is not the closest. Um, but they're going to say the heck with that because this is about us getting, getting at President Trump, trying to put a good man, as I said yesterday, trying to put a good man in prison uh, because they don't like his politics. They don't like President Trump. And frankly, they don't want President Trump to run again. Because I well, think he's going to, and I think he's going to win. Don't don't I remember correctly that um, uh, Obama's President Obama's Attorney General Eric Holder was held in contempt of uh, Congress because he wouldn't produce documents on Fast and Furious, and that ne- nothing ever yep. came out of that. I don't understand how suddenly no. Congress is throwing people in prison or trying to. Yeah, well, or or you let the court process play out. We have separate and equal branches of government. You let right. the court process play out. You let the court render a decision. And and but in that situation, the, the the executive branch chose not to even prosecute, or if they if they what they will do is say we're going to let it proceed as a civil matter, not a criminal contempt, but not this not these guys, these Democrats, right. criminal contempt. And remember, ten years ago it was weaponize the government, the IRS to go after conservatives. Five yep. years ago it was weaponize the FBI to go after President Trump. Two months ago it was weaponize the DOJ to go after moms and dads at school board meetings. And then yesterday is weaponize the government to try to put a good man in prison. And it is it is frightening what they're doing. Yeah, it's very scary. I just started reading a book called Caesar, and it's about uh, the fall of the Republic of Rome. And um, one of the interesting things in there that I didn't realize was that senators in the Roman Empire had duties that crossed the line between public statesmen and military. I'm like, what? We're, we're, we're crossing and blurring some lines here between these branches yep. of government. You brought up something I definitely wanted to talk to you about, and that was the letter to Merrick Garland from the National Association of School Boards, which is apparently falling apart now because they've lost a lot of states as members after what they did. Yeah. But what have you found as you've investigated what was going on there? You talk about weaponizing the DOJ against parents. What what should parents be very concerned about that uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland is doing? And what have you found in that investigation? Well, well, the left is trying to trying to chill all speech. So they, they, they go after parents because they don't want moms and dads actually speaking out against their left wing agenda that they're teaching in schools. They go after uh, the chief of staff to the White House and, and his text message and his thing because they don't want you actually communicating and talking amongst conservatives. They go after President Trump because they don't want someone to actually come to the swamp and shake it up. So it's all designed to squelch and chill your First Amendment liberties. And I would couple that with some of the things that Fauci said and what we've seen happen, what, what they've done to our, our, our First Amendment. But with the school board issue in particular, understand this was not really the school board association writing the letter and then the government taking action. I believe it was. I, I believe it actually went the other direction. I think it was the Biden administration going to the school board association and say, "Give us the pretext, write us the letter, so we can do what we want to do." Much like they did at the FBI when they said, "Oh, we 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 want to go after President Trump, but we need something." Oh, Shazam! Here comes the dossier. Let's use the dossier as the pretext to go spy on President Trump. I think the same thing played out here because notice the time frame. The letter is written on September 29th from the School Board Association to the president asking him to use the Patriot Act to go after parents. Two days later, the lady who wrote the letter from the School Board Association gets a plum assignment with the government on this board of the Department of Education. Three days later, 
the counterterrorism division of the FBI is already working with the Justice Department on how to do what the letter asks for, even before Garland writes his memo, the attorney general writes his memo, which happens five days after the letter on October 4th. So have you ever seen government move that fast? Jeez, no. Government. When have we ever seen government move that fast? So Only when they're trying to take your money. <laughs> yeah, only when they're trying to come after you and or yeah. take your money, as you point out. So this is what is so frightening and why, thank goodness, we had this whistleblower come forward and show us just how bad it is. Yeah. Counterterrorism division of the FBI was actually trying to talk to F- FBI agents around the country with this email saying, put a threat tag on parents, put this designation on moms and dads. So it is scary, and, and appropriately so. Schools, uh, school boards around the country are pushing back and, and not uh, not joining or taking away their membership from this organization. We're talking with Congressman Jim Jordan. Boy, that that's interesting when you bring up the similarities there to what they did with Trump in terms of the FBI, because the FBI just had somebody basically leak information to the media. Then they could use the media as a reason to go before FISA. And, it, and it's yep. almost exactly yep. the same uh, pattern that, that developed there. That's terrifying. Do you think you'll get any more traction on that? Do you think there'll be any consequences for what they've done, it, it, or at least allegedly done, what it appears that they've done? Yeah, we're going to keep up the, the pressure all that we can as, as in, in the legislative branch and in the minority in the legislative branch. We'll do everything we can. But in the end, you can't really hold people accountable until President Trump wins re-election and, and is, uh, is back, in the, uh, back in the White House. Um, Liz Cheney. It, let me ask you this: Did, She is definitely siding with the Democrats on a lot of these, a lot of these yeah. committees, and a lot of this discussion. Is there any talk among Republicans of expelling her from the party? Yeah, there's been a lot of that. That uh, those discussions, I think, um, and obviously, you know, that we there was a move to uh, make sure that she was no longer going to be the conference chair and speaking for the Republican conference, and we were successful in making that change. So we'll we'll see. What what I, what I do know is this entire committee. Uh, how can you trust anything they do when it's basically nine Democrats on the committee, no Republicans on the committee, and we find out today that they were actually altering documents, presenting yeah. it to the American people in an altered state, just like I said before, just like they did when they got the FISA application to yeah. spy on President Trump's campaign. And we now know that was all bogus. Even the Washington Post has had to redact and retract, I should say, retract certain information Um that they printed in stories a couple years ago. When Washington Post admits that it was baloney, that should tell you everything. So we have the same kind of thing going on here. So I don't know how you can trust anything this committee says. Yeah, wow. That's fascinating. When you start altering documents, that's when you've got some serious issues going on and some serious corruption. Um, before I let you go, I do want to talk about your new book that's out, Do What You Said You Would Do, Fighting for Freedom in the Swamp. Um, this is available on Amazon as we speak. Uh, tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, no, well, I, I appreciate that. It, it's, uh, it's going well. Um, I, I tell folks I wrote every word of it. A lot of, lot of behind-the-scenes information I think the, 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 your listeners will like. Um, particularly, I talk a lot about President Trump, who, who frankly did more what he said he would do than, than any, certainly any president in my lifetime, maybe ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I try to give the, the reader a, a feel for what it was like to work with, I think, one of our greatest presidents, maybe our greatest president. Um, so I think they'll enjoy that part of the, uh, of the book as well. How do you have time to write a book when you're a congressman? Well, I actually it was a lot of t- a lot of times over the last two Christmas breaks is when I did a lot of it because um, <laughs> you get a little time off then and and, uh, and I'm old fast maybe I'm just old I guess I, but I write it all out <laughs> longhand on yellow legal pads and, um, and do it the old fashioned way so it, I uh, again I think I think your listeners if if they get the book and it's 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 doing well I think they'll. One of, the, one of the stories I tell is when we're doing, Adam Schiff is doing these, impe- trying to get rid of the president of the United States in secret, doing 
doing depositions right. and hearings in the bunker in the basement of the Capitol. And some of my buddies stormed the, stormed the, the bunker, as they said, um, Matt Gates and, and Steve Scalise and some others. And just, just what happened with Schiff, he, he gabbled the, the hearing clothes, called me, he said, come into my office, we've got to talk. So I go in there, and he, and he, he talks about, you know, you've got you to tell these guys to leave. And I said, I'm not going to tell You're the chairman. You want to leave? You tell them. And I said, but, you know, I'm kind of glad they're here, you know. And so it just, just those kind of things that I think, Again, I think uh, I think the reader will enjoy. Uh, will, will that enjoy. guy, that guy is just shifty, man. I mean, there's just that that Representative Adam shift. I mean, there's so a shift. There's so many things that he's done that have been proven to be completely wrong and false and and deceitful. Yeah, he's the one who he's the one who was trying to try who altered the the document that he read and presented to the uh, to the country a Monday night from this January sixth yeah. committee, and so um, you know, I guess. Uh, I, again, I'll like tell I said, you a lot right there. Anything you guys say. Yep. Yeah, yep. for sure. All right, Congressman Jordan, thanks so much. We appreciate it. We somehow yeah. found a way around the NSA trying to stop you from talking about your book. It's called Do go. What You Said You Would Do. Thanks for your time, man. We appreciate it. You bet. Thanks. Keep it All up. Right. Take care. Merry All Christmas. right. You too. Merry Christmas. It's fascinating to me that they're investigating the January 6th thing. And again, I condemn everything that happened in terms of people storming the Capitol. Uh, but they're turning that into a political witch hunt. And it's very clear. I mean, this is third world country stuff. And when you have... Uh, you know, Congressman Adam Schiff uh, doc, uh, doctoring documents. That, that's when everything needs to get scrapped and you got to start over and go to ground zero. It's ridiculous. All right. Congressman David Schweikert of Arizona. I had recently had an opportunity to chat with him. He is kind of an expert on the Build Back Broke program, and he's been watching it. And even though it was scuttled by the opposition of Senator Joe Manchin, he's concerned that it could get passed in another way. I thought this would be worth your listening to this conversation with Congressman David Schweikert of Arizona. All right, Congressman David Swiker going to join us here in about four minutes or so. Uh, Matt Kibbe, um, who is a journalist for TheBlaze.com, tweeted out, uh, there should be a special place in hell for those demanding more lockdowns while simultaneously expecting others to continue to produce, transport, and deliver food and other essentials of life directly to their front door while they cower in place. I think people don't understand the what the lockdowns did to the country's economy there was there was this big rush to determine who were the winners and who were the losers and the winners of course were big business which i think is hilarious everything about this whole pandemic has flipped left leftism on its head have you noticed that right the my body my choice crowd is suddenly my body my choice your body my choice have you noticed that the same people who have been marching in the streets with um kitten ears on their head have been demanding my body my choice for generations now those same people are demanding that you give up your livelihood if you choose and stay home and not ever be allowed to leave and be a second-class citizen uh, if you choose not to take a mandated government mandated health uh, medical procedure everything got flipped on its head right and so then these the these same people that we used to say that big business was bad. You know, they say big pharma. If you take, if you go back in the Wayback Machine three years ago, just go back three years, grab a random liberal on the street, any one of them, and ask them, hey, what do you think about big pharma? Three years ago, just get in the time machine, go back three years, ask them what they think about big pharma. What are they going to tell you? They're going to curse big pharma's name and spit on your feet. Again, everything is flipped. And then the lockdowns, they're going to tell you big business is bad. Small business is where it's at. 
right? We should help the small businesses. What did they do during the pandemic? They locked down the small business. Everything about leftism has flipped on its head during the pandemic. It showed that the emperor has no clothes. It showed for what they really were. They're statist authoritarians who want to control every aspect of your life. We've known this for a long time, but now we know it for sure. And anyone who votes for someone who is leftist from here on out should know better. Joining me now, Congressman David Schweikert, Arizona. How are you, sir? Oh, wonderful. But you're actually hitting some brilliant points. Like in that Build Back Better plan, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars to subsidize rich people. Right. To give them credits, to give away money. Um, and our, uh, today, you do realize, over the next 10 years, we will subsidize rich people by about $1.4 trillion. And it's Democrats who are the big defenders of it. It's interesting because we have uh, Senate, Senator Elizabeth Karen Warren, who's going after uh, Elon Musk over you know what she claims is him not paying his taxes because he uses the very tax code that the that the country created um, that every other you know individual left or right uses to try to keep all of their money. Um, but in the end, that's kind of what the Build Back Better would do: is it would subsidize mm-hmm. a lot of wealthy people. Certainly, in the terms of electric cars, right? By giving them big tax credits for oh. electric cars, that's something only rich people can afford, really. It, it's it's even bigger than that. Um, look, as they presented their big social spending bill to the Ways and Means Committee, we worked up the math. You could, your family could make eight hundred thousand dollars a year and receive a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars of tax credits, not not deductions, credits. That means the government would write you checks. And it's the arrogance of the left saying, um, we want to direct people on how to spend their money. Oh, yeah, and wink, wink, nod, nod. Really rich people on the two coasts are the primary financers and supporters of the left. Uh, are, you, are you talking in specific about the uh, restore, restoration of the SALT deductions? Oh, no, it was more than that. It was okay. battery walls. It was electric vehicles. It was okay. the right type of solar panels. It was certain types of um, okay. insulation. It was a whole list of things. But what was different in this legislation is in the old days, like a year ago, say, hey, we will give tax credits and help families do this, but we're going to cap it at $70,000 or $75,000. Right. They were raising these caps up to families making eight hundred thousand dollars a year so that they would go and buy these green techs uh so that they can i guess spur demand for green tech and you have products that only people who are very wealthy and can afford very nice houses and very nice cars well your colleague in the congress congressman thomas massey was able to build one of those tesla power walls but he had to go buy a wreck oh, yeah. tesla and he had to have an mit degree in order to do it so believe it or not uh, massey and i used to sit next to when i was thrown off financial services years ago he and I sat next to each other in science, and we actually did the math building on how he had to do that. What's brilliant is if, if you're a geek, he's <laughs> giving away his management software online. So just, I know. just something quirky. But, I know. But back to the point. But back to the point. A lot of the Democrat proposals where they talk with these flowery words are actually washing machines, um, taking government money washing it through some sort of program and function, giving it back to the people who finance Democrat campaigns. In that Build Back Better bill, the number of required unionization. So there's a whole section in there that would help state finance 
family and medical leave. All right. Yeah. But the, the catch is your state has to have all of its governments unionized. So it's school boards, school districts up to the state have to unionize to get the money. That That's you're, you're right. It's money laundering. <laughs> yep, I mean, it's, it's just a big pass through scheme is all it is. So, so if it doesn't work for you know government, they could always you know help out the cartels. I mean, it's that sort of sneaky and blatant. Right. We're talking with Congressman David Schweigert. Um, so Manchin's a no on this, and at least as of right now, Senator Bernie Sanders says that this is the end of democracy. I'm getting a little tired of the left <laughs> claiming that everything that we disagree with them on is the end of democracy. But um, so they're gonna, but they're still gonna try to revive it. Are you concerned that that it may still pass? What would they have to do oh, to get yeah. Manchin on board? Oh yeah. Now, first off, um, I'm incredibly cynical, and I keep being right on this. The reason Schumer says, oh, but we're still going to vote on this, is, A, he needs to keep that left pacified. Remember, there's right. almost zero moderate Democrats left in America. Right. If you're on the left, you are pretty rabid. And the second thing is they need to keep raising money. If they were to say, hey, we don't have the votes for this, we're going back to the drawing board, um, there'd be lots of screaming from the left. The left-wing cable stations would go nuts. Um, but... A bunch of their fundraising stuff. So they're in many ways going to use this to dangle for another six weeks of raising money from union groups, from um, uh, green energy cartels and all these other groups that function trial lawyers. There's all sorts of stuff in this legislation for trial lawyers. Right. And it, it becomes part of that game. I know this is cynical, but money, power, vanity. But most of the time in Washington, it's actually about the money. So, but will they be able to pass it? I mean, that's one uh, thing if they're raising money off of it. But will they be able to pass it? Uh, my fear is what they'll do is they'll start breaking it up into chunks. Okay. Okay. And then they'll add so many sweeteners. So you'll get a, a bastardized Build Back Better plan. That's a right. lot of bees. Um done in little chunks where then they add in other social spending or right. other democrat priorities okay yeah that's that, that i get it and that's that's going to be probably their strategy congressman swikert it was uh, i appreciate you uh, on short notice coming on with us thank you so much for your time we appreciate it keep an Good eye on this You're and keep us informed on it all right just trying to keep you informed and in the loop of what's going on in washington up next in the next episode my good friend christian toto you've read his work on the new york post you've read his work in daily wire um and at christian toto or excuse me hollywood toto in toto.com he is a conservative right of center hollywood critic he's very profound he has a He's very entertaining, and he has a great take on things. And we're going to talk about the new Spider-Man movie, which is basically anti-woke. But we're also going to talk about his new book called Virtue Bombs, How Hollywood Went Woke and Lost Its Soul. It's a fascinating conversation that's coming up in the next episode. Big thanks again to our sponsor today, Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. I'm not just talking about them because they sponsor the program. I'm talking about them because I've been a customer. I won't even take a sponsorship on this program unless I can either fully research the product and know that I can stand behind it when you go to buy it 
or I have been a customer. In this case, I can say both. Um, I've been a customer twice of Louisville cabinets and countertops. They did our kitchen and our master bed, uh, bed bathroom in our house in Oldham County before we moved to Colorado. Not only did we get to enjoy the beauty of their craftsmanship and work for years, when we sold the house, I'm confident it sold so quickly, less than a day, because of partly because of how beautiful that kitchen was. They do a fantastic job. So whether it's like start to finish everything, you know, turnkey remodel where you just walk away and let them do it, or you're a do-it-yourselfer and you already know what you want and you want to go ahead and get the cabinets they have in stock, you can do either one. And they do have them in stock. The supply chain crisis, they were ahead of the game on that, right? So they've got cabinets in stock. You'll love the styles, uh, the quality, and the price of what they have there. 502-930-3304. 502-930-3304. It's LouisvilleCabinetsAndCountertops.com. Stop by the uh, showroom 6200 Hit Lane and see their gallery um, in Louisville, Kentucky. Or you can call 502-930-3304 and talk to their designers and let them have a feel for what it is you're looking for and then show you what they can do. It will be worth your time to give them that call. Again, 502-930-3304, LouisvilleCabinetsAndCountertops.com. Big thanks to Dynamics Audio Productions. They've been with us since episode one. So over 200 episodes and counting and helping us with our audio on this program. We love them. If you're looking for restoration of old audio or you're looking to get some voiceover work done for your business, uh, if you're going to advertise on the radio or on a podcast like this one, they are the place to go, so check them out, dxaudio.com on, on the web. They've helped us a ton over the years. Um, also, thank you to you. Thanks for following. Thanks for subscribing. It's a free subscription, so share it with your friends. iHeartRadio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, all of those just search The Disruption Zone. And you can follow me on Twitter. It's at Leland Show and at Instagram, or on Instagram, it's at Greatly Londo. You're going to see when new episodes get up there. But if you subscribe, those new episodes will be sent right to your phone when they are fresh and ready, hot out of the oven. Thanks again. I appreciate you listening to The Disruption Zone. <laughs>